shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to listen to Whiskey Hell Podcast. A show centered on recent news, excellent craft beer, and absolute debauchery. While the guys are getting ready, you can reach them on Twitter at whiskey underscore hell. You can also go to the whiskeyhellpod.com or email them at whiskeyhellpod at gmail.com. At the end, be sure to drop them a review as a thank you for the content. Looks like they're ready. Enjoy the show. And listener discretion is advised. That's where we go. Uh, that's where we invest our money is into either starting our own sushi tentacle porn startup, or we just invest in someone else's sushi technical porn startup. Am I making sense still or uh, I, I, uh, um yeah. No, you open the show. What if? What if? I don't want to open the show, Jeff. You're here. You're you just got here. You open the show. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. You know what? No, I got this. I'm going to open up the show. Ready? Open it. Welcome to Whiskey Hell. I'm Fitz. We got McShane here, and we've got Hefe to start the show. Hefe, what's on your mind? What are we talking about first? Um, we can, we can talk, uh, well, there's nothing really important going on in the world at all. So. <laughs> right. It's pretty, it's been a pretty boring week. Uh, <laughs> not much is it. going on. <laughs> Just burn it all to the ground. What? What? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this is the yeah. best, most awkward opening ever. I love it. <laughs> 
It's 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 perfect. It's perfect for the show. You know, is it just me or does it does it feel like um, one of those moments in history where, like, you're alive and you and you see all these things happening, um, all these events, all these dominoes falling, and it feels like surreal. Like you're reading it in a book or maybe you're watching a movie. Like this can't really happen in real life. Is that just me? No, it's. You. No, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I think you're gonna say exactly what I was gonna say. No, it's every day is like you you can't mess shit up. You really can't. No, you can't. If they you made, can't, if they made a movie like this, you'd be like, yeah, this is this, oh, is, this like- is terrible." It would it would flop at the box office. You'd be like, yeah. "All can't happen at once." There's no way. Way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is the shittiest movie. I don't know who wrote it. I don't know who directed it. It's totally unbelievable. There's absolutely no no right way any of this shit can happen. So no, this is this is absolute crap. That that's how it would go. And plus, plus the the main characters, you know, Fitz and McShane and Hefe. I mean, those guys are totally unbelievable too. Like, there's no. I'm not watching the rest of this movie. These guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> these fucking guys. <laughs> these fucking guys. These fucking. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, all right. So yeah, we made it through another week and I, I fully admit I'm distracted this week. So I really appreciate you jumping in and putting together the doc and getting stuff going and then really keeping me on track because it's the end of the month. I got a lot of work stuff going on and my head's been another place. So, uh, you, you came through big, so I appreciate it. Um, totally, totally helped this week. So well, this, this show is a group effort. I mean, despite what our listeners might think, or maybe what they want to think um, that it's, that it's, it, it can only be one person whose head is this fucked up, but actually this is a group effort. And, you know, I, I will say that is actually very fitting to the, the whiskey hell um, history because there would be many games as, as a whiskey hell football team where, you know, one or, or, or two of us would really not show up. <laughs> that was usually me and McShane and, and Hefe <laughs> would carry us. But every once in a while, uh, Hefe would have a, a, a shitty game and, you know, other other people just step up. And so I think that's kind of a fitting a fitting thing for the show as well that, you know, with, if one of us is down or distracted or, you know, otherwise incapacitated, you know, the other two are there to, um, you know, pump the morphine. Can I, can well, I do my... we played together. Go ahead. Sorry, go, go, no, 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 go, go, go. I was going to say we played together for, uh, um, I mean, it was over. A, it was like 12 years or something like that. 13, I don't know. But what set the tone for what you just said, Fitz, was our first tournament. Do you guys remember? It's before Steve joined the team. Mm-hmm. But, but our first tournament before we were Whiskey Hell – we, I was good enough in pool play to make it to the tournament, and the tournament was the next day, and we all showed up hungover as fuck, and we got we got killed against a team that had no business being on the field with us. You remember that? I do. I do. Wait, but how how does that fit into what I just said? <laughs> oh, you're just talking about how when 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 you know one or two of us didn't show up for a game like showed up, but didn't actually, you know, bring our a game. Then someone else would 
Yeah, and and we set the tone for that team by doing that in our very first tournament. Although nobody actually stepped up that day, we all just kind of pissed the bed. Okay, that's the moral to the story, folks. Is that if any one of us shows up, then we're we're going to compete. But if none of us shows up, oh, watch out! <laughs> we are going to really shit the bed. Yeah, it's it's you know, there's a. You remember those those uh, inspirational posters that used to come out? You know, there'd be a, a picture of a bunch of skydivers or something, and then it would have something about teamwork. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. And then there was there was this whole stream of them that came out after that 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 was like basically making fun of those. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite one of the of the ones that are making fun of them was um, none of us is as stupid as all of us, <laughs> and I think that so represents whiskey hell. <laughs> when we're a team and we're all being stupid, you cannot outstupid us. Nope. Never. So I, I think anyway. we might actually have the uh, name of the show. None of us is as dumb as all of us. That's so true, really. It really is. It, I, you know what? That's a that might be the 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 ticker tape right there for uh, the United States for the last oh I don't know eighteen months or so. I'm just spitballing here. Um, you know, a person is smart. People are dumb. Oh yeah. You know, and, and we are, we are in group think fucking stasis right now. And it's, it's disgusting, you know, but I I made a commitment to myself tonight, guys, I'm going to share it with you because I think you're both going to be on board with this. I made a commitment to myself that no matter how weird or, or gnarly things are in the world right now, I was, I was going to keep this show upbeat and funny and and a little bit lighthearted. So, so Hefe, what's one thing this week that happened to you that was like a a good thing? It was a it, you know you're pretty you're pretty glad you woke up that day. Uh, okay, well you think about it, Shane. Come, come back. <laughs> we'll come back. Well, we're gonna we're gonna table Hefe right now, McShane. How about you? One one good thing this week. Uh, all right, one one good one good thing. Um, come come back to me. <laughs> okay, we're gonna come back to McShane. Uh, I'm gonna. It's my turn. All right, Fitz. What was one good thing that happened to you this week that you're glad you woke up that day? I'm. Uh, Well, you know, I guess the point I'm trying to make is there's always a reason to wake up in, in the mornings, and we've all proven that right now. That's we're, right. We're here. We're proving it. We're here. We're going to have a good time, and even sometimes we just show up for each other, and that can That's be right. enough. We're here and we're one. accounted for. What, what, oh, what do you oh, got? Oh, Hefe's got one. I got one. <clears throat> yeah. I can't remember if it was Tuesday or Wednesday. But I, I did not have uh, an aneurysm when I woke up. Wow! Wow! <laughs> but, but you did, wait, wait, wait! You did sharing. the rest of those days? <laughs> wait! <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Maybe that's the name for the out. show, right there. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't have an aneurysm I'd on like Tuesday. To... I'm just. I don't know. Oh my I'm just God. gonna make a list. I hey, I'm gonna. Remember. I'm gonna be really. I'm gonna be really vague here and totally nondescript. 
But I will tell you some good news. Um, a very good and close friend of mine um, is actually starting a political career uh, this week, and I'm Whoa. I'm a I'm I'm a consultant to his campaign. So wow. it's really good that that we're remaining anonymous here, and and you know we don't need to know our real names because I may have a political consultant career budding. But anyway, it's kind of exciting and. Uh, interesting. So keep your eyes open for that. I will be giving updates as as the election approaches in November. Um, so that's cool. I, what can can you, can you tell us what the position they're going for is? Uh, yeah, kind of a um, uh, it's a it's a leadership position in a um, sort of a third party. It's not it's not Republican or Democratic. It's a leadership position in a third party here in the. Uh, Pacific Northwest up here in Oregon. Um, and uh, so I don't want to say too much more because if, you know, if he wins, it'll be easy to backtrack on this podcast and say, oh, okay, now we know who that is. But um, suffice it to say, uh, he's a charismatic person who has a really good shot at, at, a, at, at winning this. Um, and and, and on, on top of that, rattling the cages of the entrenched Democrats here in this state. Um, and even the Republicans. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to be a part of it. You know, even if he loses and gets completely trashed, uh, I mean, if somebody asks me, have you ever been part of a political campaign? I can say, yes, I have. Nice. <laughs> until, until that third party is being put in concentration camps. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, sorry. Whoa, that went very quick. I'm a paid consultant. <laughs> I'm not actually part of the party. I want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> Tell that as they knock on your door. That's right. I don't. I don't want a little white, you know, X chalk on my on my mailbox. That that's Mr. Not... Fitz. We would like to talk to you. <laughs> Are you there? It's, it's the Gestapo. Uh, anyway, so that's that's a good thing that happened to me this week. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's money money coming in the, you know, money coming in the in hole instead of everything going out the out hole. Exactly. Oh, that's all that matters. Well, good. That's so, awesome. Excellent. Yeah. So you had a ruckus night last night, uh, Hefe. How, how is things going tonight? Carrying over? Um, not not money wise, but it's it's a wild out there. I mean, there's how, there's some talent. The, that's what I, my question was going to be. How's the talent? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple, a couple or three or four of them out there. I like it. I like yeah. it. Speaking right, of, I got to get back. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, get get back in there and shake your money maker. 
and uh, and uh, we we expect a full report on those three or four hotties uh, when you get back. Yeah, I'm back in forty. All right, man. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that was a nice opening to the show. That was. I'm glad. That was that was a that was a crazy crazy opening is what it was. But you Uh, know, you you know, chaos is okay. We're okay with chaos. It's it's okay. Oh yeah. Well, you have to embrace it at this point, don't you? Well, Um, you know, if you don't have a little chaos, what are you doing? You know. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, you're you're just that means you're just one of the sheeple. You know, I will say, McShane, I'm I'm excited for Hefe to for his re reappearance. Um, because we have a very, very interesting Ask Whiskey Hell this evening. Right. I'm it, it's 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 one of those that you know, we've we've read hundreds of these things over the years, right? Um right. Th- this is one that just caught my attention, really had me it really had my my um, creative juices flowing, if you if you catch my drift. So I'm really excited to get to this one tonight. Um, but I'm also it, it. We need Hefe here on this one because I feel like he's he, he gives some really good sage advice, and I and I'd like his input on this one. So, so this um, we'll is wait totally till he gets back. Jam. But I'm I'm very excited. This is totally yeah. I know it is. It's right. well, and right. and and I'm. This is a little teaser, but. It's an odd thing, but there is an actual message to Hefe in in this Ask Whiskey Hell. No, no, yes. that's amazing. It, it's right. I'm telling you, I got goosebumps when I read it. So right. anyway, um, right. that's that's something to look forward to uh, coming up here in the show. So that that's exciting. Um, but you know what? We we haven't done yet, McShane um, beers. And what are you drinking? let's yeah let's get into it so i went out today i actually i i rough week i already admitted to that and i dug into the stash that i set aside for the show uh prior early in the show or sorry earlier in the week well in doing so i figured i better go out and get something else and so i did um not that anybody fucking cares that i just did that but anyway um (laughs) my (laughs) so my beer is from Duclaw Brewing. It is called mm. Sour Me Unicorn Farts. Ah, uh, yes. Have you had this one before? I no, I have not. I'll, I'll tell you though. My wife's cousin sent me a picture of that very beer. Um, you know, you don't forget a name like Unicorn Farts. No, no. Well, it's a glittered sour ale. Glittered, meaning it is. Ale brewed with fruity cereal and edible glitter. And it has, seriously, there's glitter in my beer. I shit you not. I'm, I'm intrigued and also mortified. It's no, it's a great sour. Okay. Honestly, it is a really, really good sour. It's tart. So it's fruity. It's, it's, I'm in. I'm all in. This is a great sour. So let me throw this out to you now, McShane, because I, I feel like we are. So, you know, the, the whole, um, uh, you know, different intelligences. So teachers have to have to teach in visual, auditory and kinesthetic. Are we moving into a, a phase here of brewing that it's it, it it's not just about the flavor. It's about the experience. It's about the can. It's about 
the pour. It's about the smell. It's about the ingredients. And now you're telling me it's also about what it looks like because there's glitter in it. I mean, oh, it's your totally taste buds don't know if there's like. glitter or not. Yeah. No, but, but when you're drinking a when you're drinking a beer, I mean, after you pour it, you can totally see that. Wow, you know what? That is a beautiful looking beer. I still have moments where I'm like, that is a damn good looking beer. This is not yeah. a damn good looking beer. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. The glitter is obviously a gimmick, and it goes along with the whole concept of this beer. And let me let me go ahead and read it off so you kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah. Pony up for a taste of this glittered sour ale brewed with trio of fruits, fruity cereal, and a swirl of edible glitter. Based on the flavor profile of the famous Unicorn Farts donut made with fruity cereal, this beer is medium-bodied with big fruit notes, slight tartness, plus a hint of malty biscuit. A fantastical collaboration between Duclaw Brewing Company and Diablo Donuts. So... That was the whole point. It's totally a gimmick. It's let's go. You know, you could have taken this beer, made it another sour. And I'm guessing somebody they probably already have, and just you remove the glitter, and you don't have that collaboration anymore because that aesthetic is gone. It's just it's a great beer. It's a great beer. So, but I totally, totally am on board with the need for a beer to look really, really good. Yeah, and I mean. But this is going beyond that. I mean, a good-looking beer with a good head on it—that's different than what we're talking about. This, this, your beer is is flashy. It's like ready to go out clubbing. Oh, it's definitely ready to go out I mean, clubbing. It's, it's definitely it's, it's perfume and body glitter. You know what I mean? Like it's okay, Lady Gaga ready to go out. And yeah, party, if you know what I'm saying. Like, like this girl's hot, but now she's also shiny. I'm in. Yes. Totally. Totally. So, so what do you got going on wow. over there? Well, um, I've got a uh, what may very well be a uh, a show ender, and I'm starting with it because you know why not? Fuck it. Uh, you only live once, and <laughs> I think it'd be a really uh, valuable <clears throat> podcast if I died on air. So, I mean, you know, I'm just going with it, um, and I'm not saying that because of this one beer. That I'm I'm six beers deep here. Hey, it's and go so big now or I'm go having home. A, that's right. So now I'm having a um, 13.5% Imperial, Russian Imperial Stout. Um, this is from Adroit Theory. Oh, yes. It's called – yes. No, I mean they're great. What a great brewery. I mean I love their whole vibe too. Remember remember the first time you went to Stone Brewing? Yeah. Because uh, you, you, you went – of the two of us, you went there first. Mm-hmm. And you came back and you're like, oh, oh, Fitz, you got to go. Um, it's It's – it's gothic. It's dark. All the girls there are those kind of girls that you know are going to punish you in the bedroom. Yes. Um, and they, they have wit and they, they talk shit to you if you're ordering pussy beers. And so Ossuary has captured that original kind of that stone attitude. Um, all their stuff has to do with death and destruction. And the artwork is just beautiful on this can. Yeah. But this one is um, the Adroit Theory Russian Imperial Stout. Um Conditioned on toasted coconut, um, cacao nibs, hazelnuts, bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. Which what's the name of that one? The ossuary. O S S U A R Y. And the you know, like I said. And it could be one of their one offs. They do they do have some 
they they call them a joint theory will call them seasonal, but really they're one offs. They don't. It's not. They don't do a a season. No, they're they're like they you're just, saying. I mean, they're very esoteric. I mean, they're they're out on the limb, and uh, they're the, the beers are some of the most well finished beers I've ever had. Period. In yeah. fact, I almost I almost I'm glad you went there. I almost went out and got a uh, um what was it a uh, four pack of, of of one of their IPAs. I didn't want to go IPA tonight. That's why I didn't do it. But I've been I will I'll probably I might even go out and get it for the for the next go around. But um, but yeah, their beers are, God, they're, they're freaking phenomenal. And you, like you're saying, the artwork, it's dark, it's gloomy. It's not even gloomy. It's, it's aggressive. It really oh, is. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, they got, they got a pentagram in their fucking, in their, you know, adroit theory, um, you know, their <clears throat> label, their, their symbol is a, is it's got a pentagram in it with the, you know, you, you can see the, the, you know, um, hor- uh, the horns from the goat. And everything. I mean, it's all in there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's staple for them. Um, so, so my actual review of the beer, um, because we both love the brewery, my actual review of the beer is um, very good flavor. Uh, everything that I read on there, you get the coconut, the hazelnuts, definitely a lot of maple. Um, my only, it's not even a criticism. My only comment on the beer is. You can taste every bit of that thirteen point five. It's it's boozy. It's real boozy, and it's and it's boozy up front. So it's like once you swallow it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, there's other flavors, but up front, you might as well have just had a shot of whiskey. Hmm. So um, I mean, I'm not complaining because my goal tonight was to get, you know, pretty Shitty. much hanging from a tree, <laughs> smashed. Yeah. Um. But but it it. I'm just going to tell you, uh, you know, our, our listeners out there, if, if you're looking for an easy drinker, this ain't it. If yeah. you're looking for a beer that's going to, it's going to be a night ender, then go for it. Down two of these and uh, we'll see you in the morning. Yeah. This is uh, honestly, not to start a beer war because I don't think anybody cares, but a draught theory is what I wish Lost Abbey had turned into. Oh, Yes. Yes, you know, agreed. I, I really it, do. Yeah, Th- them and uh, and Stone, I would put kind of in that. You know, they they all kind of went the the dark gargoyle, gothic, yeah. medieval, um, you know, satanistic, yeah. satanic. But, yeah, they they Stone kept it kept it. Um, I mean, they kept themselves mainstream though, and they've they still been. I mean, they're they're still private. Which is cool. Um, they're not going Agreed. way out and on the limb, though, unless you go absolutely to probably, uh, honestly, the, the actual brewery itself. You're not going to get anything crazy. No. Um, and they, they've been offered. I know yes. Budweiser offered. Yep. Um, I'm sure others have offered to buy them out, and they, they've <clears throat> said, no, we're going to stay true to, to true to what we're doing. I, I, will, I will say this, too. Um, I remember the days when an arrogant bastard, a bomber of arrogant bastard was, I mean, it was topping $9. You know, you, you, you felt like you scored if you got one for eight bucks. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting cans of arrogant bastard now for uh, the tall boys, not, not a six pack, but the tall boys yep. um, for, for three twenty five. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of beer 
for $3.25. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the and I've I I'll occasionally have one. I mean, I love I, oh, I yeah, still love that too. beer. It's a great, it's a phenomenal beer. Um, the recipe has never changed for that. I mean, well, no, I'm going to say it no, has. It's an American strong. Yeah, yeah, and it's right. a and it's a and it's a strong too, which. So hats yeah. off to those guys for a for not selling out and b for at least it doesn't matter. I mean, you you kept your attitude, and that's I love that stuff. I love it. So agreed. Um, Adwat theory is um, are they in? I want to say they're in Michigan, aren't they? That's yeah. That's where I'm leaning. But Virginia. Now that you're on the web. Oh, okay. Wow. Virginia. So, I mean, that, that says something that, you know, Phoenix, Arizona and Eugene, Oregon, we're getting their stuff. I mean, they, they must have a, a big distributor. They're, they're part of somebody yeah. big. I love, I love their logos too. I mean, their logos are badass. Yep. Everything is just consume badass. life. I mean, that's their big thing. Drink consume art. life. I, I just consume I life, it. drink art. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. 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 Yeah. shit. So well, anyway, that's a, that's a I'm, great I'm very happy. And if I, if, you know, I'm just going to apologize now if I start slurring later, um, just, just please know the ideas are good. Uh, the words just might not come out the way I want them to, because a 13.5 and it's every bit of that. I, yeah, this is a boozy beer. You know what? Let's just, let's just call it a sprint tonight. Let's just drink right. and do whatever we got to do until we get at the end of the show happens. and it has to end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Do we want to talk about surfing a tsunami and the 8.2 earthquake allegedly that happened in Alaska, or do we want to dive into the Olympics? Um, you know what? I, I think the the, eight, the the earthquake conversation will not be long. Um, I, I'm I'm a, a weather nerd. I'm a I'm a uh, climate nerd. I'm a you know anything that happens to the planet Earth that we don't have control over. I'm immensely fascinated by it. I don't know why. So let's, so let's start there. Um, it was an 8.2. When I originally saw the USGS report, it was a 7.2 and then they upgraded it to an 8.2, which is pretty rare. Generally, uh, USGS will downgrade their original, you know, um, the original estimate of, of how big a quake is. Um, but this one they upgraded, and here's here's why. I, and I, I didn't know this before this happened. I had to go look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, there are really two kinds of earthquakes. There's the vertical shear, um, 
and then there's a horizontal shear. The vertical shear is where you really get the really bad tsunamis, a lot of land damage, um, you know, buildings falling down and breaking on people. The horizontal shear creates a lot of shaking, but doesn't create the tsunamis and also is generally it's harder to bring down buildings with the horizontal shear. Well, this one was out in the Aleutian Islands and it was a horizontal. So yes, it was an 8.2 because the earth really shifted a lot, but it didn't create a lot of on land or even in the ocean, um, you know, action because it was a horizontal shear. So um, it is, it was an 8.2 that will stand. And that is, for all of our listeners out there keeping stats, that is a tie for the sixth largest earthquake in U.S. history. Um, and it is the largest earthquake we've had since 1965. So it's significant. It's not, it's not like we're dismissing it, um, but it was in a very unpopulated area of Alaska. And then on top of that, um, the tsunami didn't get triggered because it went horizontally, not vertically. So I just thought that was a little interesting tidbit of information. And on top of that, as we were discussing that this week with Hefe and, and yourself, Hefe brought up an interesting concept. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about that, but I, I think it was immensely <laughs> fascinating. Well, we're, so we're on uh, VolcanoDiscovery.com, and uh, we're watching a video captured by a gentleman named Aaron McAuliffe. Um, and, yeah, you can just see stuff swaying back and forth. Yeah. I mean, it was a legit earthquake. But it, it just it just wasn't one of those, you know, shaking the house so much. And see, I've been through earthquakes in San Francisco and and here in Eugene um, where, you know, the lights swayed and uh, water sloshed out of pools and things like that. But, um, you know, then it's over. I, I think. Wow. Look at that. You know what? I'm surprised his house is shaking because he's got a lot of Jesus in there. He's got a lot of Jesus Jesus stuff. Why isn't Jesus protecting this man? I thought the same thing. I don't don't know. You know what though? He's got, he's got really good taste in lighting. I like his track lighting up there. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's disconcerting when the house sways and shakes like that, but um, you know, an 8.2 really could have been, and, and by all accounts should have been a lot worse. Um, but because it was a different kind of quake, it just really didn't um, do the damage that you would expect. But anyway, so so Hefe, <laughs> out of left field, as he does, um, decided to ask McShane and myself if we had ever been surfing. And, and neither one of us have. Something I'd like to do, um, but just have never done it. And And then I think he was leading to the question – could you surf a tsunami? And it's an interesting question. And I really, I thought we had a, a, an insightful and interesting conversation about it all the way up to and including airwolf. (laughs) Well, as as soon as you get, as soon as you get airwolf involved in anything, it's all over. I mean, airwolf is one of the quintessential, um, heroes of, of the 80s so i uh yeah I, I i totally can see why you know as soon as you get airwolf involved it, it's 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 all over 
Well, when Airwolf was involved, of course you can you can surf a tsunami. Um, before that point, though, um, and I, I I think we both shot down the 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 question pretty quickly. I mean, I a tsunami is not like your typical you know half pipe where you just get to safely ride it out, and the worst that's going to happen is some water crashes on you and you and you fall down. Um, a tsunami is much different. The 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 water gets sucked out into the ocean. Um, so you'd have to be already, you know, a good half mile, mile out to not even, you know, be sucked out with it and be crushed. And then secondly, if you did start to ride it back in, um, all of the detritus, the boats, the, the, the fish, the, you know, the driftwood. And then when it comes ashore, all the homes and the cars and the, you would just be, you'd be shredded. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, these human bodies are actually pretty fragile when you start talking about forces that big. Um, so no, you cannot surf a tsunami, unfortunately, because I think it would be a really cool thing to see unless you had an airwolf or, you know, kit from Knight Rider. I mean, if something like that supernatural was involved, then yes, you can surf whatever you want. You could surf a volcano. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that, that really goes – as long as it's eight, the 80s, you know, the 80s heroes, right? So, like, Knight Rider, um, obviously Airwolf, uh, if MacGyver's involved, A-Team, yeah. all of those. If A-team. any of those, yeah. they can obvi- they can take a tsunami with it, it with you know, without very much trouble at all. Um, yeah. That and volcanoes. Um, they, they could uh, dive into the middle of a volcano and pull out easily. Um, they well, actually have the ability to uh, completely ignore physics and yeah, uh, science yeah. altogether. So, and that's been established. I mean, come on. I mean, not only would they dive into the volcano to save the the damsel in distress, but they'd come out with a couple million dollars payoff. You know. Um. So yeah, no, I I um because they weren't in it for the money. McShane, they were, they were, remember they got, they, they were soldiers. They were special forces soldiers that were just doing this to do the right thing. Is it just me? <laughs> or okay. Wait, wait, those wait, wait. two were, oh, okay. Mike Tirico, Mike Tirico. Okay. We're watching, we're on Hulu and Mike Tirico is just on. And I just want to know you, I, I just, I need to, I need, this will be a reoccurring theme. Mike Tirico, punchable face or not? Oh, highly punchable. Thank you. That's yeah. a really, yeah. really punchable face. And his oh, jacket yeah. I mean, that sucks that's... tonight. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Who who picks these outfits for these people? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry they're going to a break, though. I was really hoping he was going to come back on. And Anyway. All right. So, so the fencing match was over. Uh, uh, the white guy won. Which I know is a surprise. Uh, well, the white guy beat the other white guy. Um, but no, but so at the end, they both took their helmets off and awkwardly stared into each other's eyes while they bumped sabers. Is it just me or is that like a like a homosexual? Oh yeah, uh, advance. Yeah. That's like I, I can't actually strike you with my penis, but here's my. Yes, my little Here's, tiny saber. Yep, yep. We're gonna bump sabers. That was, uh, uh, hey, that was a really, 
really good match. And uh, this is my foil. I want you to, you know, I take take a look at it here. You like that? Let's wiggle our foils. You like that? Yeah. Let's go try out the beds later. Let's go try out the cardboard beds. Let's see if they break. Can we do that? Can we do that? You know, you like you, that? You really, you really, you, you poked me good during this match. You you poked me over and over, and I, and I and I liked your 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 penetration. It was it was good, and I'm wondering if maybe we could meet up later on a cardboard bed. <laughs> and I'm not, and he, and here's to the U.S. fencing team. For winning, uh, I think they're, they're, it looks like they're going to win the, the men's team event. I'm not mentioning who that little interaction was with because that was no. really, really awesome. It, it doesn't matter. It, was really it doesn't weird. matter. Yeah. And, and you know what? Yes, are we being insensitive and ridiculous? Absolutely. Yes, but if you'd have seen what we just saw, it was awkward. They, they like, stare at each other's eyes. Weird. It, it's weird. It's just weird. I wouldn't do that with anybody, female, male, nobody. Okay, so a fist bump would have been fine, right? Just like oh, a hey, yeah. hey, bro. Even even you know, even a little hug, right? I mean, you you see the swimmers, go for it. Swimmers like yeah. they're they're really going after. It. They even do a little hey, the, the little hey, bro hug after yep. him. But that was a little that was let's touch sabers, and I was like, yeah, okay. even a smack on the ass is fine because you know you're what? not making eye contact while you do it. If, that this was this was intimate eye contact that I only make with my wife on certain times of the week. <laughs> if they had each bent over, okay, and <laughs> tapped each other on the ass with their sabers, their foils, or whatever, it would have it would have been, been less, less awkward. It would have been less yeah, awkward yeah. if it had been like that. That yeah. was yeah, that was a great catch. I'm glad we stopped and looked at that. That was what the hell. All right, so yeah. all right, so. Obviously, we're still watching the Olympics, and we're still, you know, we've got we've got a lot of Olympics to, to talk about here. But, um, <clears throat> and I'm going to run and grab another beer because that's where I am at right now. Um, okay, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, more power. Yeah, um, but uh, it's been an interesting week. I've enjoyed it. Um, we've got USA uh, volleyball right now. Uh, sand beach, volleyball. Beach volleyball. Yep. Yeah. And, um, it's, what is, uh, let me see Lucina and, uh, Dalhauser, I think. Yeah. And yeah, Dalhauser, I mean, he's been around forever. God. Yeah. That dude's been around for a long, long time I mean, and they're playing Qatar. So he's almost our age. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I was um, watching the women which is, which today. Is, Ancient, yeah, and uh, Karch Karai, um, they got their asses handed to them by the uh, Russian um, Olympic Committee, and uh, it was it was an awkward conversation listening to him because they just got they got, they, got, they got spanked and he was just like not Karch. It, everything was was very. I'm not saying what I really think. I'm t- giving you the USA company line, and it was just really really strange. I mean, they got. Their ass kicked, three uh, zero. In fact, it was it was yeah. bad. They lost Ugh. they lost they lost their outside hitter, and uh, yeah, it was just it was really really bad. But Karch was like beside himself. Nice block. You well, I mean, oh, that's that's housed. Um, yeah, I mean, Karch Karai, he's got every every right to. Uh, to grill you anybody in the U.S. volleyball. I mean, 
first he goes and wins a gold as a as an indoor player, and then right. what? Eight years, twelve years later, he's like, yeah, I'll go out and win one in, on on sand, um, beach volleyball, and and then he does. And so, I mean, he's kind of for our generation. I mean, he's kind of the the godfather of you know USA volleyball and and what you're supposed to be as an as an athlete. And you know what? He was pretty much an all around good guy. I mean, I, you know, he wasn't. He never was a poor sport. I mean, I, I'm sure he has, we have some examples of him being kind of a dick, but he was right. never a super poor sport. He was never um, that flashy player that, you know, bounced balls off of guy's heads. He just was out there steady. He didn't miss his serves. He never missed a pass. He could set like a dream and, and you just, you couldn't rattle the guy. And I, you know, I mean, he was, he just, he's steady. So if whatever he wants to say, to USA volleyball, uh, he can say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some of the uh, discussion to points that you had. Um, talk to us uh, about Raven Hulk Saunders. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, you sent this. She's a uh, track and field star for the U.S. And she she donned what I can only call the ultimate um, apocalyptic outfit for the Olympics. <laughs> She's got this, it's not even an M95. I don't know what kind of mask that is, but it, it's a cross between a, just a regular fabric mask and like a full on gas mask that you would need in, in, in a concentration camp. So we'll it is. This, yeah. We'll get this up on uh whiskey hell or uh, the, on uh, the website, whiskey hell pod.com but looking at it now <laughs> that is crazy it's like a neoprene oh, it's, mask it's, with an m95 filter on it yeah but like poking out the front almost like an elephant that had its trunk cut off yeah and then and then on the side of it she's got painted and it, it looks custom done i don't think she bought it this way i think she custom did these this this wicked like joker smile with big red lips and giant yeah. teeth. And and then and then to top that off, I mean the mask itself. Oh, first of all, can I just describe to you who Raven Saunders is? She's a she's a I think a shot putter, a hammer thrower. She's a big woman. And she's a physical fucking specimen. I mean, this woman is put together. Yeah. I would not mess with this lady anywhere. Um so so she's big She's she's buff. She's beautiful. And then on top of it, she puts this fucking mask on and then writing over the mask and basically covering the rest of her face is this. I mean, it looks like something a snowboarder would wear, except it's not like the giant snowboard goggles. It's just like those. Oh, I know what it is. It's like those goggles that you get when you go to the to the eye doctor and they dilate your pupils and you have to wear those stupid ones that just stick to your face. That's what it looks like. Only they're. Super like multicolored, yep. you know, super, you know, what is that called when they, when it, um, filters out the sunlight? Yeah. Uh, polarized. Well, hey, that 13 point polarized. Thank you. Yes. 13.5 is kicking in. Yes. Yeah, so they're super polarized. They're all kind of rainbow colors and it looks like they're held on. Is that like a, it almost looks like an elastic band that goes around her head. I, I don't know. Or is that actual like handles that go over her ears? I can't tell because there's so much going on. So 
There's, there's so no. So it's what it is is I think it's, I still think it's a neoprene mask, and it wraps around her head. And now I found this Pinterest for her. Look at that. It's completely different. She has totally embraced the I'm going to scare oh the fuck God. out of everybody. Yes. Look and at on that. top of it's it, totally she's got different. A, she's got a super tight shave to her head, but yep. then half of her head is spray painted or, or colored green, and the other half is purple, which are the Hulk's colors. Of yep. course, he was green skinned and purple shorts. That's all that would ever stick on him. And and that's what she goes by, you know, Raven the Hulk Sanders. And she is immense. And I'm I am so about this lady. I'm I mean, good for her. Embrace who the fuck you are. And not only that, but go out and scare people with it. I love it. I mean, intimidation you, factor all the way. She's a stud. I just want to walk around with her and watch her scare the shit out of people. Look at that. Okay. Oh, so we're yeah, finding exactly. Just, just, exactly. just Google Raven Sanders. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. She embraces all of it. And then we've got this other picture of her after she got the silver. Uh, and I think it was uh, shot put. Oh, what a great and she's just She just loves it. She's just there. She's absolutely killing. Oh, look at that smile! The smile. smile. She's actually she's she's a beautiful woman. I mean, what a great face! And and I mean, proportionally, she would absolutely rip your fucking arms off. She okay? So she's just stacked. Yeah, I'm 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 a I'm a large individual, and she could put me away, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) You know what? She's she's one of those people. That um, when COVID hit and we all had to start wearing masks, she was like, all right, if I'm going to mask up, <laughs> I'm you're going to fucking fear me. Because every one of her masks are scary as shit. Yeah. Every one of them. So and great. she's ripped. I mean, she, I mean oh, okay. I, look Shot at those arms. <laughs> yeah, she I mean, means, and, she means and the lats. Freaking love Her it. lats. Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, some women spill out the front of their sports bras. She's spilling out the back and it's all muscle. Oh yeah, she's she's a freaking she's 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 yeah she's a she's a brick <laughs> house yeah anyways that's uh, awesome but but seriously though um, check it out um, so, wow she's only five five stop what she doesn't she's larger than life I'm telling you that right now she's, oh she is. That's a lot of personality stuck in a in a short little frame like that. In five, well, good for five. her. Wow, that makes me cool. that makes me so happy. I, I mean, wow. So, um, so I had another individual. I had a moment today. So we're out. I'm personally going through hell right now. Not hell. I'm not going to call it hell, but it's a very difficult time. Called. Let's go find my mother-in-law a fucking house to live in. And um, while we were at the uh, 55 and over community, um, they had a nice little area where you can go off, like a little community room. Yeah, it's several community rooms. I was actually pretty impressed by it. But um, anyway, they had the Olympics on. You could sit down and watch it, and we're waiting for this jerk-off to come back because we had an appointment, but he never showed. But while we were there, I got to see this uh, woman in a... I don't even know how to pronounce her name. You got to help me out here. Is it a thing? A thing? I think it's a thing. Hold on. Hold on. Go to where where her name is. Okay. A yeah, thing moo. 
or or yeah. a ting. A it ting? might be a I don't ting. Know. Anyway, I was absolutely blown away watching her. She's. I think she races uh, either. I think it's Monday. I think they get two days between, but she's running the 800 meters. And I've never, ever seen anybody who she's so long and so effortlessly well, blew away the field. It was amazing. 5'10". Yeah. Uh, it was just. Yeah, it was I was going to say, look, just look at her body. She is born to run this woman. Mm-hmm. She's born to run long, thin, aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. Ready to fucking go. Yeah, it was just it just blew me away. Um, so yeah, you fun know, when, attitude when you were just yeah when you were describing her to me, I, you know, the first thing I I I pictured or the first thing I thought of was um, Jesse Owens um, yeah. back in the thirty two Olympics or no, not thirty two. Well, maybe it was a thirty two. Um, anyway, watching him. And it's all black and white, you know, video, but you can go on YouTube and find it. Watching him race against the rest of the world, he was, you know, people always talk about, oh, he's in a class of his own. Jesse Owens was, it, it, it was like he was a man racing a bunch of five-year-olds. Well, he, right. he got out of the box, he stood up, he was completely erect, and then his legs were just like, like, a, like a motor, like a machine. And you could see the other guys just... Everything they had, they poured out and, and they were just done at the end of the race. And he was like, okay, let's race again. I'll do it again. Um, so anyway, that just, you know, when you were describing her, um, this other gal, Moo, um, it, it's like, you know, just so effortlessly, she just killed everybody in the 800 meters. That's a long ways guys. That's a long ways. So we're watching the, uh, eight fun, 800 meter field. Um, that's, that's two laps around the around the track, right? Oh, oh, she trips somebody. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was her or not, but anyway, she. Um, but watch just how effortlessly she effortlessly she runs. This is the. Um, this is how she got to Tokyo. I mean, she's not even trying. No, she's uh, she's, she's third. Not. She's third right now. I know this doesn't help anybody who's listening, but just watch how she just blows away the field. Those. Oh, I always just, love runners that have a kick. And not even a not even a like last two hundred meters kick, but like the last four hundred meters <clears throat> kick. Oh, look at her! She's, she's just, just like she's, okay. She I'm gonna have to try. yeah. She's no, gone. I'm gonna shift into second gear now. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna still- shift into second. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And that's not a sprint yet. And she's just opening up the lead. One second. Yeah. 
two second. Anyway, so I, I watched it today. She ended up. Um, she's the lead. She's she's the favorite for the gold in the, in the eight hundred meter. Uh, I think she finished. With you don't my, say. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, she annihilated she, the field. Oh, she just. You're right. She just so long. And you know what? What's remarkable? And I'm. You know, I was a sprinter, so I, I can't. I can't speak to. I hate long distance running. I hate it. I with a passion. Um, I'll you, do you it. See how, you see I, how far she's opened that up now? But look at her strides. They're so smooth. Yeah. It doesn't even look like she's working. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, hey, rest of the world, um, let me know when you want to catch up because here I am. She ran a 159 today in the 800 meter, and that was a 153. God. Somebody's getting hurt in a couple of days. That's that's all I have to oh, say yeah. about that. Oh, she's she's saving up. She just wants to qualify, and then she's gonna let loose. She's gonna break a world record. Yeah, yeah. So I I had to share that. It's it's phenomenal, and it's it's really sad that now that when I flip back on Hulu, we've got men's badminton. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> it's just why is this a sport? I know. And one of our, one of our themes tonight was going to be the Tokyo Olympics 2020. Do we care? And obviously we do care. I think we've answered that. We, we do care, but there's so much crap in this that doesn't need to be there. That that's only there because we, we want to give countries stuff to do. I I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew, but this is, it's badminton. Really? I know. I, I will. I will just say. I mean, badminton is a game of um, very quick reflexes, and and I mean, I mean, these guys would school us. It's not. It's not like you and I could walk on the court and, no. and qualify for any of this. No. But would I want to? I mean, I don't know, man. I probably not. No. Um, so we're watching Guana in Denmark. It's not guana. Is that guana? G U A? No, that's not. It can't be guana. I don't think there is. I don't think there is a guana. Um. Well, Guatemala? I'm efforting. Yeah. It <laughs> like, might be. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> not not to be racial. But these are two white guys, and I get it makes sense for Denmark, but. Please, for the love of God, somebody tell me. Guatemala? Come yeah, on. it's Guatemala. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the it's the two blue and the white stripe in the middle. Yeah, it's Guatemala. Okay, this is some dude, and I'm just going to go out on a limb, that he's, I don't, uh, you know, it's a horrible conversation I was going to have. It's fine. Let's go back to badminton sucking, and that guy is, cannot be from Guatemala. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I mean, he can be from Guatemala. He's just part of the uh, imperialist regime. Or, did I say <laughs> that? Wait, I mean, he's not native. Or wait, I, no, he's I don't know where to slave. go with it. Wait, it's I don't terrible. Know. I don't and know I'm, either. I'm just going to apologize to anybody we're offending right now, but this is a little. Str- Let's find something else to watch. This is not. I can't yeah. do this. Hey, can can we go back really quick um, yeah. to something that you said earlier that I. Kind of hurt my soul. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <absolutely>. no. <laughs> so you're so you're 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 playing the fun game of um, let's find my mother in law a place to live. 
<laughs> and you went to a, and I quote, a 55 and yes. over community. Dude, I'm nine years away from that. Nine years away from being okay. 55. Nine. We're going to have a trail. We're going to have a, a show. It's called At the Trailer Park. Okay. And that's what's going to end up <laughs> happening. And we're going to have. At the Retirement Home. And no, you've. All I can say is there is so much cougar action there. There's a lot of awful things happening. I'm positive there's whorehouses. And there's, 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 um, I'm, it's, you take a bunch of people in their late years, okay, who are on the downside of their life, okay? There's absolutely no way that you can have a community like this. And not have a dirty, seedy underbelly full of Agathas and Charles having late night orgies. It, it can't happen. It, 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 there's no way that's not happening there. And I'm fine with, I mean, with if my thing would be an absolute. I want the stories from my mother-in-law. I, that's all I care about at this point. But, yeah, that's what we're looking at as we get older. And, I'm, I mean <clears> – <throat> You know, let the imagination wander. I mean, we're we're probably talking about, you know, drugs, um, some form of <laughs> prostitution, um, you know, more than likely stuffs on video. I mean, these, these are these are just because they're older doesn't mean they're stupid. I mean, they're going to oh, find no. a way to make money to to supplement Absolutely. themselves. They're going to find a way to have fun. You know, absolutely. To, That's what I'm saying. I mean, so it's, it's got to be a nonstop party. I'm thinking, yeah, and, and yeah, because what do you have to do tomorrow? What do you have to do tomorrow? Go golf. Um, be, be thankful go, you go. woke up, <laughs> dude. I'm not. I, I I'm gonna reiterate. I'm nine years away from that. <laughs> okay, so I mean, so, I'm, I'm, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I'm not gonna. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in too. We're and I'm we, also. We just need to find uh, a manufactured home park because that's what we're calling it. So we don't call them trailers because they're not always trailers. I'll give them that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, because they're not mobile. Right. They don't have wheels. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm all in. I think it's awesome. You know, I, I kind of wish. Sorry, I'm, I'm scene change here. Uh, total, total subject change. I kind of wish I'd have grown up back east, um, because I, I feel like we're okay. Whoa, we're, whoa, <laughs> whoa! Okay, so, I'm gonna <laughs> stop what I just said because that just changed my mind right there. What we just saw. We so we're okay. So so I'll set up the color. And you can you can okay. Take it away, all right, but all right. We're watching so I'll the set USA. it up. Yeah, go go go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'll set it up. You take it home. I was going to say, I wish I'd have grown up somewhere where water polo was more of a popular sport because, I mean, this, it looks amazing. I mean, it's like soccer, but in the water. But then, Dude. what did we just witness? McShane, oh, oh, we got a Hefe sighting. Hefe. McShane, tell us what we just, what, what we just saw. For, do a play-by-play for Hefe so he knows what we just watched. All right, so we're watching uh, men's water polo, USA and Hungary. And uh, for whatever reason, 
NBC decided to go to an underwater shot where uh, somebody, I have no idea who it was because they're just legs underwater, uh, decided to rip somebody's Speedo off and all you saw was bare ass. And it was amazing. Wow. It was, oh, it a, was great. You know what? It was a great ass. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. You know, no, no, no. There's, oh, no, there's nothing was, homophobic was, about it. I'm a big fan of swimmers. No, and I think it's awesome. Good job, buddy. Whoever's ass that was. Nice. Yeah, he must work out. Or no, he must. He must play water polo, right? <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. No, that was phenomenal. So. Oh my god. All right. Oh no no no! I'm I no. Uh, hey, we have not. I I had a question. I, I had a I had a question about a previous uh, uh, podcast episode before we get to the Ask Whiskey Hell. Yeah, um, and I, I meant to bring it up. I think it was two shows ago uh, with the guy who had the stroke from masturbating. Oh yes, yeah. and you Fitz had the comment that most right-handed men use their left hand, and McShane piped in and said something like, "Really, you know?" And I, listening to the podcast, said, "Really." So I'm with you, McShane. I've never heard that before, and I certainly don't use the left hand. Well, I, so is I it use, really true, Fitz? I yeah, I, I use the left hand just to pull the the skin back and you know give me more uh, feeling, and then I go ahead and use the right. <laughs> so I don't know if that's really using the left or not. Um, I. <sighs> God damn it! You know. This is supposed to be a fun, wholesome, family-friendly show, and now here I am looking up on my Google search who I uses use a, which I, hand to masturbate. I use a left handle. handle <laughs> underneath. The car door handle? What, what, are you, what, what handle are you? Uh, candle. Oh. You guys, you guys light yours, right? Just to brown yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just check. Are we ready for Ask Whiskey Hell yet? Oh, my I think, God. yeah, we're ready to start the show. Yeah, we are. Hey, um, hey when's the show start? <laughs> You're on. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Excuse me. All right. Anyway, sorry. I'm. 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 I'm sorry. I'm reading. Um, as it turns out, okay. So, so this guy from the, <laughs> um, Masters and Johnson Institute, uh, which is a an institute that uh, researches sexual health. He said he was no. going to testify that in 30 years of research on masturbation, the Institute had never found one person who masturbated with his or her non-dominant hand. That would have been the end of the case right there, proof it couldn't have been true. But as it turns out, plenty of guys wank it with their non-dominant hand, and they do so for a whole lot of reasons. Here's what we found. And I'm not going to go into the article right now. I think probably this – should be for next week's show. Great question, Hefe. Um, you know, maybe you should write an Ask Whiskey Hell. Uh, <laughs> Is that a cliffhanger? Based, based around that. You, know? <laughs> you just give us a cliffhanger? 
Well, I, I mean, it's a long article, guys. <laughs> and we have an Ask Whiskey Hell to get to. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. bring it back. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna drop this, all right? The number one <laughs> – shit. The number one reason that men cited for using their non-dominant hand is that it <laughs> – it feels like someone else. Yes, yes, yes. It's the stranger. Do it. It's the stranger. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we'll We're just gonna... leave that right there. I'm just going to put this right here. <laughs> put a pin put in it. On oh. The back. oh my god, it's a flaming bag of shit, and I'm going to walk away from it towards the other flaming bag of shit. Oh wow! All right, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Hit, All right. hit, hit it. So, Whiskey Hell style. So, Hefe, I, I have to preface this by saying this is an odd one, and I and I need you to oh. I need I need you to sit down. We haven't had one of those yet. <laughs> well, I mean, this is especially odd. I, I really because when I answer. when I read it when I read it I I got chills. Okay. Okay. Here, here we go. And and I mean, just please stick with me to the end. Okay. Here we go. Hello from Olympia, Washington, guys. I've thought about writing you guys for a while now, but I'm not sure you'll believe what I have to say. But I really need some advice, and you all seem so open open and non-judgy, so I finally decided to just write, write this out and send it to you. What are the chances that you'll read it on air anyway, right? Well, we are reading it on air, so the chances were good. Um, so I'm a psychic. I have been my whole life. I used to really freak my parents out when I was a kid because I would just quote unquote know things about people that I'd never met or places I'd never been. It's usually pretty basic things I find out about people, but it can be powerful when I use it correctly. About three years ago, I decided to try and help people with my gift and maybe even make a living with it. It's been going quite well, but three months ago, something strange started to happen. Usually I get messages from people's subconscious about things like what job they should be doing or what their major in college should be, who their true love is, stuff like that. But suddenly I'm getting their deepest and darkest sexual desires. It started with my boyfriend. I just got this message from him that he wanted me to try some really kinky stuff. When I asked him about it, he denied it, I think out of embarrassment. But when I actually did it in the heat of the moment, Not only did he not stop me, he said it was the best sex we've ever had. But now, this is all I hear from people's minds. And believe me, everybody is a freak. So my clients come in, they're wanting help choosing a career, and I end up telling them that that they should try anal. They'll ask, should I date a guy? Should I date guy number one or number two? And then I'm telling them to go splurge on that vibrator that they've always wanted and forget the guys. One client came in and asked me if she should have another child with her husband, and by the end of the session, she admitted to me she actually was a lesbian, and she was going to go home and tell her husband she wanted a divorce. I feel like I'm doing more harm than good at this point. My question for you guys is, how can I turn this around and make it a positive for my clients instead of being just useless or even damaging with my information? Thank you in advance for any and all guidance you can give me on this. Sincerely, erotically psychic p.s this is a message for el jefe maybe you'll know what it means you should definitely pursue your desires with the sexy latina from work she wants it too 
Whoa. Wow. Okay. All right. Hmm. So, first of all, McShane and I know know a little bit about your work environment, Hefe. Mm-hmm. And that rings true. I mean, she, she I, I, I believe her. I think she's actually a psychic. Because how would she know that? Yeah, yeah. But secondly, what do we, what do we, what do we do with her situation here? Because I don't know what I would do. Well, okay. my first thought was, if she's really that good of a psychic, wouldn't she know that her story was going to be read on Whiskey Hill? True. <laughs> True. Maybe she did, and she just wrote that in there just to test us. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I mean, we read hundreds of these letters, hundreds, and this yeah. one just just it just caught my attention. I just I couldn't ignore it. We've not had one like this. So I guess yeah. I'm, this is... I, I guess I, I I'm gonna go. Maybe it's a fallback at this point, but monetize the hell out of this. I mean, just yeah. make money sure. off of it and just have people walk into your house or, you know, apartment or whatever you're doing this from, you know, charge them 500 bucks and bingo, bango, bongo. You really want to have anal. Go, go to it, tiger. And then, I mean, <laughs> that's it. Or you really want to dress up as uh, Pikachu. I, she's in a position that she's, she can liberate people. I, I think I, I agree with you, McShane. I think this is a she's in a major position of power. I mean, yes. people's sexual stuff. I mean, they, they get weird about it. And then when you can kind of help them explore that and and be part of it. It that's yeah, that's worth that's let's, worth some good money. I, I let's mean, take this it's also farther. Scary. Let's take this farther, though. What if we could make her a dom? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Yeah. Like, don't even tell me what you want. I already know what you want. I already know what you <laughs> want, bitch. And then that's what happens. And then all she has to say is, that's what you wanted. Yeah. And they can so deny she, it all they want, but she's reading their deepest, darkest thoughts. I'll tell exactly. you what, I don't, I'm not sure I want to be in the same room with this lady. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. we weaponize think- it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could. I'm sure we absolutely could. You know, the other the other angle from of this um is okay, so she knows her boyfriends. Um does she know her own? I'd like to explore what her deepest darkest secrets are and 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 desires. And I yeah. mean personally, I'd like her to I'd like her to fly fly here to Oregon. And I'd like to explore that with her. So I mean, I'm, I'm, You're not I'm off. saying I'm saying this for research, guys. Research, absolutely, 100 research. Research, I, but I'm just saying, that's like a tax write off at some point. Because yes, because it sounds like her boyfriend is not even in touch with his own shit, let right. alone in touch with, you know, what what she's got going on. And I'd like to, I mean, basically try everything. With her and just see what what clicks, you know. Just just throw shit on the wall, man, and see what see what sticks. That's really what. That's you're I'm. Do. I'm pretty sure that falls under the Good Samaritan law, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, okay. that's like a that's All like right. a public service. I'm sure. It's like community service. And it, and if she dies during it, I, I'm completely exempt because I tried my best. Well, but she she would see that coming though, so you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Hefe, um, how what do you do with uh, that little last tidbit though? I mean. Well, well, first I want to say that she may, it may, she may feel like she's doing more harm than good, but in actuality, she's doing good. Even even with the one that realized she's a lesbian. I mean, if she just brought it out sooner, than it would have come out. Better you find know? out now. Yeah, with only yeah. three kids instead of seven or whatever. Exactly. No, yeah, that's a great point, Hefe. That's a great point. You know. Yeah. We all lie to ourselves a lot every day. And all she's trying to do is reveal the truth to ourselves so that we can be our true selves. And isn't that what, you know, this whole modern times is about? Like if you're a, if, if you're a they, a they, them, then be a they, them. If you're a he, him, then be a he, him, like be whatever is in your true heart. And if she knows this and can help you find it, that's God's work right there. As far as I'm concerned. And and with the other tidbit, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, apply that. I'm gonna right. go talk to her. All right. Did you See get your, that bow did, floats? Did you get your beers? No, not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Ah. See. See, go perfect opportunity. And and if if yeah, if this if this woman, this psychic is saying, you know, green light. You know, the, the light is green. Then I, I, I mean, what do you got to lose? True. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a ride. We'll see. I'm going to head back. All right. right. Thanks for your input. Hefe. make a lot of money. We'll, uh, we'll probably see you next show. All right. Sounds good. See you boys. Later. Well, with that, uh, exit, let's go beer two, shall we? Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm still working on beer one. Are you really? But I, oh, I am. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm not even nursing it. It's just, you know, each and every drink, it, it feels like a shot. So I'm like, well, let's <laughs> let that settle in and then I'll do the next shot and then let's let that settle in. So I am not on beer two, but I'm dying to hear what your second beer is because I'm a huge fan of sours, and you said you had two sours going on tonight, so I, I want right. to know what that second one is. I, I got a dark sour coming up, so let me go grab my dark sour, and we'll uh, we'll we'll get after it. Yeah, and you know what? No, I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my second beer as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna down All the right. rest of this. It's not that much, and right. uh, <laughs> we'll just see. beer two. A, uh, beer two. Yeah, yeah. Surly yeah. Brewing's yeah. pentagram here. An American dark sour ale. Got double or uh, back-to-back sour ales. Higher ABV on this one. I've not gotten into it yet, so I'm uh, looking forward to it, though. No McShane, story. Just uh, well, uh, go, no, go ahead and take a um, a sip there. But what is a dark sour? What 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 do you mean by that? Well, it's both dark and it's sour. <laughs> Hey, hey, thanks, asshole. Uh, that, that really helps. No, I'm, I mean for our listeners. Like, what? Like, okay, most um, sours are light. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, let me let me go ahead and look it up. It's going to be a little bit more malt to it. Uh, this one's very sour. 
Like, holy cow. Total 180. <clears throat> um, but let me go, let me go and get the, uh, wow. Holy hell. <coughs> I always love the second half of the show because you just never, I mean, you're oh just literally God. fucking rolling dice. You never know what you're going to get. You might get two completely oh. sauced assholes who just want to rail against the world, or you might get a really bad beer. <laughs> and so oh the whole second God. half of the show is about oh. how bad the beer is. All right, so I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I can't talk. <clears throat> okay. Uh, sour beers. See, that doesn't even. I don't even know how to describe this. So well. Okay, so <clears throat> depending on what the hop, what hops were actually used in this, it's going to be more malty, maybe like a Cascadian hops, something along those lines. Um, the sour, I mean, it's heavy. Surly Brewing is it's one of my favorite brewers, and I've been looking forward to actually getting this beer. I really have been, um, but I was not ready for for what I got here. This is this is amazing. Um, and I got a hunch I'm probably going to be, I'm going to feel different <clears throat> after I uh, after I have a couple of sips of it. Um, but it's more of a wild right. ale. There's right. a lot of Brett to it. <clears throat> and uh... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so... Oh, see, you know, it's funny. That, look, sense. look at that can. We, got, we have another pentagram here yeah so <clears throat> pentagrams are the uh, yeah. I, I, we have a we have a theme for the t for tonight uh, so yeah, destruction and uh satanism basically so this one's 100 percent bretomyces dark beer fermented and stainless and aged wow. in used red that's the problem it's the red white wine barrels that i'm get, getting oh, um it's a brett yeah. beer i can't do it is it's a unique yeast strain with which produces Flavors that would be offensive if they weren't intentional. Flavors of sour cherry, tobacco, oak, and classic Brett barnyard funk. Balanced by dark wow. Munich malt chewiness. Enjoy immediately or age at cellar temperature for a couple of years. Um, <clears throat> hold on, we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick. Let's let's get into. Uh, I got a video. Okay. All right. Stacy Bob says, "Let's taste." Tasty, tasty. I'm Bob Galligan. I'm the quality sensory coordinator here at Surly Brewing Company, and today we're going to be tasting Pentagram. Uh, Pentagram is, quite frankly, one of the first sour beers that I ever had, uh, mostly because it was one of the first sour beers that I can remember being in America. 
Um, Pentagram is our legendary dark sour ale. Uh, the main reason why we call sour beer is sour, both in brewing uh, but also in sensory science, is because they are sour when it comes to a flavor standpoint. Um, the actual pH is a little bit lower. Now, Britannomyces is primarily fermenting the uh, pentagram in stainless steel. So it's 100% stainless fermented with Britannomyces, but then it's moved to red oak barrels where it's left to age for a certain amount of time. Uh, the beautiful part about Britannomyces is because it is a wild yeast, uh, so a cousin of Saccharomyces, it changes every single time it's being used. So it depends on how much air is in there, depends on the barrel that it's being used with. Um, so the character is going to be very, very different. Even from year to year, if you're brewing the exact same base beer, the final product is going to be different. Um, it's also going to give a lot of like rich type characters that go beyond the kind of tart or sour note. Um, some people pick up kind of more of a barnyardy type character. Horsehair blanket is a flavor that we actually do use in the industry. Um, but it's not going to be the overwhelming character. And this year's Pentagram, in my opinion, has a really, really nice, almost like chocolate, a uh, little bit of like roasted coffee type note to it. Um, and a lot of that is coming from the malt bill uh, that just plays really, really nice and uh, gives it a really nice finish to an actual Britannomyces fermented beer. Um, this year, for the first time, uh, we are actually doing four packs of 16 ounce cans. Um, which I think is a pretty exciting thing. You don't often see Britannomyces or sour type style ales put into cans and I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. It's also a lot more convenient. You can crack open a can of nice Britannomyces uh, driven pentagram. So definitely with a, a beer of this style and uh, this special quite frankly, give it a little whiff before you take a sip. Just kind of let your nose know where, uh, where the territory it's headed and then give it a nice little sip. Mm. The beautiful part about Pentagram and a lot of these styles of beers is that your palate really goes on a, a whole roller coaster. So where it be? No, your palate's screaming, what the fuck did you just do to me? That's what your palate's screaming. <laughs> Even his face, okay, when he was when he was drinking it, went, I don't yeah, know if yeah, I you, like yeah. this. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's screwed up. It's screwed up. Yeah, it, <gasps> this is almost too sour. All right. I, I love... That great video. Surly Brewing is no, a phenomenal great. brewery. I, I, I've been there. Love them. Love them. Agreed. But yes. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna judge this yet, but I I'm gonna power through it and we'll see where I get to by the end of the show because so shit, so McShane load. L- l- let me ask you, is this one of those beers where <clears throat> you know if a friend were to dare you, okay, I, I dare you to find the most sour beer you can find and finish it. Uh, it would, would this be the beer that you would choose? Because not only is it super sour, but you also know that you're, you can finish it because it's sort of enjoyable on some level. So the Brett's the wild card. Okay. The Brett's always the wild card. Cause you don't know. I mean, it, it, it could react different from batch to batch to batch. So I couldn't say that it's going to be my go-to. If I knew that this was out there and I wanted to go and pick a sour beer for 2021, yeah, this is I, – I can't tell you what's happening. <laughs> it's a 2021 beer. Yeah. I, yeah. It's – I mean, the things that are happening in my throat right now, I cannot describe it. It's like – it's it, – I like it, but my body is completely rejecting it. 
and and I don't know what to do with this at all because it's just assaulting. Um, the cherry you know is what? way overpowering, and it's like if there's so much funk to it, it's like you wonder should I be drinking this because I don't know if this is okay. Like like is this gone bad? But it still huh. tastes wow. okay, and I'm gonna go ahead and drink it because they wouldn't sell it if it went bad. It's right. not like a you know we've had bad beers. We've had beers that've gone oh absolutely yeah to shit and we drain pours. We know when yeah. it's a drain pour. This is not a drain pour. Yep. <laughs> it's not at all. It's it it it's. I've never had anything like this before. And by you know what's funny? Um, you and I were talking earlier today, and. Uh, you know, just just pregame stuff like what are you drinking? What 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 do you have on tap? Um, and you said you had two sours, and I was like, oh well, shit. Yeah, you know, McShane's gonna have a, a great night, an easy night. You know, one sour to the next. I mean, smooth, smooth transition. Um, and I had a in, in, you know Russian Imperial, and then I was gonna switch to a a sour. Um, and I thought I might I might have a really rough time tonight. It, this might not go well. And it seems to be kind of the opposite. Um, so, you know, that's the thing with beer. You just never know going in. You know, no. some some combinations of beer might really give you just the the perfect key buzz, and you you just have a great night. And then you drink those same beers, but in an opposite you know, combination, you know, yeah. last beer was first and all of a sudden now you're, you're, you know, in the toilet all night and having a terrible night. Um, that's the thing with beer. And I, you know, that's what McShane and I always have advocated ever, ever since we started podcasting way back to drunkard's call, um, go out and try new things, drink yeah. what works for you, drink what you like. We're oh. here to experiment because we know we can handle it. But you go out and you find Again, what works for you, way. and and you just you make your night good, and and go off of our recommendations, um, or don't. You know, we might be completely full of shit. So because <laughs> because you know the the point is, you know, um, you're having a rough time of that. My transition was smoother than you know a baby's ass. Um, right. I'm. I'm drinking a uh I'm drinking the Drecker, another Drecker. Uh my like I said, my buyer at uh Market of Choice really is is high on Drecker. And I and I and I understand why. I mean, he's trying to introduce his clientele to a, a different brewing process and a different kind of beer. And these guys really uh know how to how to do a, a sour yep. um because they incorporate so much fruit and and just good ingredients in there so this is a drecker um from fargo north dakota this one is the um well i'm gonna say brains but i'm gonna say it the way it's written on the can brains there's like a (laughs) bunch of a's yeah i saw that uh, today i'm glad you're having it the go yes tell tell us all about it because that looked no that the can, the can is, is great. Um, it's, you know, it's a skull kind of this melting wax skull with, with orange all over it. And, and on the top, there's like this little, like cute little whip, like you got it from Dairy Queen or something, but it's this fucking <laughs> skull melting with only one eye. Um, so it's a mango, orange, banana, 
double fruit smoothie sour. And uh, like I said, I, I thought my transition from a Russian Imperial to this would be troublesome. Um, and it is not this, this beer. So I'm, I, the only way I know how to describe this is to just go from my own experience. And for any of you who have been out to a uh, Jamba juice, one of my favorite uh, <laughs> recipes from Jamba Juice is the Orange Dream Machine. That's okay. that's my favorite. And then I'll, I'll add some protein. I'll add some 3G energy and maybe a vitamin mix. But I love the Orange Dream Machine. Um, coincidentally, I just had one of those today. Uh, and then I pour this beer into my into my amazing Yeti mug. And I'm drinking it. And it is a Orange Dream Machine in a sour and then on the end and this is going to sound weird but i know you'll know what i mean mcshane on the end there's a uh carbon paper taste to it on the end remember the carbon paper when yes when we used to you know make carbon paper copies carbon copy that's what it tastes like on the end that's i think that's the mango So up front, you get the really orange kind of, you know, orange sherbet, sweet, uh, smooth. And then on the end, you get that. It it goes way up into the upper nostrils, up into your sinuses. It's almost like someone just made a carbon copy of something and you smelled it. Wow. It's it's really interesting. I'm – it's immensely enjoyable. Um, Very nice finish to the night for me with the Russian Imperial just kind of kicking me in the nuts. This one is a, is a, 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 a nice stroking of, of the balls and a, and a, a nice, you know, a kiss here and there. Uh, a caress. Uh, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Caressing of the balls with, uh, yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> with, with carbon paper. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> DreckerBrewing.com is the uh, website if you guys want to go out to it. But uh, yeah, I, I saw this one here and I, I was really tempted to go out and get it. And I went totally different direction, obviously. Um, but this is a double well, fruit smoothie. It. Yeah, I'd recommend it. <clears throat> um, sour. Uh, it's stuffed with blueberry, strawberry, and banana. And then we splooshed it with a double secret smoothie treatment of sea salt, lactose, and lactose vanilla Lactose and vanilla bean. yeah. <laughs> I think I think what you maybe that, that that carbon is probably the sea salt that you're probably getting. Yeah, it might be. It might be. So, yeah, it's funny on the can here. It says, um, you know, what the malts are, what the hops are, the flora, and then it and then and then it has a category of gimmicks, and it says uh, mango, then more mango, orange, then more orange, banana, then more banana, sea salt, lactose, vanilla beans, banana. <laughs> um, so, but no, it's, it's really, it's very tasty. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I've, I've not had a sour, so to speak, that I um, enjoyed like this. I mean, this, this one is one of those you could drink three or four of them and, and just pretend like nothing happened because no, no, I was, I was just drinking a, a smoothie for my nutrition because um, it's, it, it's thick. It's thick. It's almost chewable because it's so thick. Not quite chewable, but almost to that point. Um, really good, really good beer. So anyway, we've gone on and on about our second beers. 
Um, what else do we have to talk about tonight? What's what else is going on in the world? Um, gosh, I don't know. All right, so cheers one bar closing. Do we care? We we care on the concept, but we don't care because we've we've never been there. Um, I've actually been cheers there. W- what? Yeah. I, I was there. Well, I was, well, okay. I don't know if it was the actual, the same one, but I was in one that was, um, <clears throat> it was in Massachusetts. Oh. Wait, no, hold it, hold it, hold it. Now I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh yeah. God. No, this no, one's in got, Japan. Okay. I was thinking something totally different. Okay. So set this up. I've got to, we'll post the video. In fact, I don't, I'm surprised I didn't here. Let, let's see yeah. what we got here. Yeah, this is this is this is a, a such a uniquely Japanese thing. First of all, the Japanese love. Okay, yeah, no, set that up. Yeah, that's perfect. So we've got a bar, and it's it's totally Japanese, which is kind of modern and kind of. It, it's like it was imagine a sushi bar, only it's like a little bit modern and kind of compartmental. Space yeah. age, everybody's lot, got a lot, lot of white, a lot of white walls, white marble on the yeah. bars. Um, the, the girls are wearing white shoes, but they have red, you know, cheerleader outfits on. And then they come to your table and 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 do a cheerleader. I mean, they're in cheerleader outfits and they do cheerleader dances uh, for you. And I, I guess their big thing was they were going to, you know, make, make a huge killing on the Olympics. And then you look at this bar, the video you're, you're, you're going to link to the, to the show notes. This bar is like empty. I mean, there's like three people in there. Um, and these cheerleaders are dancing for one table. That's the only table that's full because the Olympics was a huge, you know, travesty in the sense that, Tokyo is having a, a COVID outbreak, so everybody has to stay inside and no one can go to the events. And now what do these girls really have to cheer about? And so, I mean, it's it's really, uh, you know, I was jokingly saying, you know, I had to wipe a tear from my eye. It is kind of sad because it's, it's a pretty brilliant business model. I mean, come to our restaurant. We're going to serve you decent bar food. You can drink as much as you want. Um, but on top of that, you get to watch these, you know, beautiful young women dance in cheerleader outfits. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's basically the Japanese version of Hooters and it's, and it's, it's closing because they just can't get people in to the bars because everybody's afraid and it's sad. So I agree. It's sad. It's a neat outfit. It's a, it's a neat idea. Um, the chicks are totally adorable. Um, so I can totally see this being a Japanese thing that they would do. Um, so I, I mean, I I think it's a great idea. I think it's also one of those things that it's not, it's time. I, I I got a hunch that's that's part of the problem at this point. Yeah. Right. Cause sometimes at some point, cheerleaders are not going to be a thing, Right. Because that's misogynistic to like a cheerleader, so you shouldn't do it. So we're going to get rid of it. So we're going to go ahead and fetishize cheerleaders at some point, and that's when that idea will go 
crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, picture a, a sushi bar um, and then <laughs> – well, fuck it. All right. So they're making your sushi, right? They're making your sushi. And you've got the, you know, you got the glass there. You can see them making your sushi. But on top of the glass is a a real life woman um, acting out some tentacle porn, <laughs> right? I mean, so you're so you're you're watching the the octopus or the squid or you know whatever kind of fish being cut up and put into your food. But then well, you're she, watching. She's the, the octopus. She's the octopus, right? Yeah. And it, and it's penetrating her, and she's acting it out while you are watching your sushi be made, and then, of course, while you consume it. With you know copious amounts of sake, I don't think that's a bad business model. There are plenty of people out there, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say people because there's probably some women that are into that kind of thing, but mostly men, but whatever. That's your, that's your bar. You know, she's she's spread eagle. She's penetrating herself with a, you know, octopus tentacle dildo or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's cup out there. arm. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't research these things, but I'm just saying, a person could make a lot of money off of something like that because, to your point, McShane, things are being um, fetishized to the point you can't openly say that you like A, B, and C, but. Uh, in the quote unquote privacy of your own home, even though Google is tracking your every move, um, you can look up whatever you want on the internet and, and find what you want. But then, you know, you need it to be more visceral. You need it to be in person. You need, you want it to be social. You know, you want to look at the guy next to you and say, Hey, look at the size of that octopus tentacle that fits inside of her. So I think that's a winning business model and i think as we generate more revenue for this show that's where we go uh that's where we invest our money is into either starting our own sushi tentacle porn startup or we just invest in someone else's sushi tentacle porn startup am i making sense still or um yeah I, I think you've uh, given us a whole different business model to think about. I think it's. I think you're on to something. Like I would uh, be there. That's all I'm going to say. Like maybe we should, uh, you know, start a GoFundMe or a Patreon. You know, something that we can like actually create the first go- tentacle porn restaurant sushi <laughs> teppanyaki or or a or a go eat me. I mean, I'm just, you know, like we could like even warp that, start our own, our own fundraising revenue generating machine called Go Eat Me. And it's, and it's based around fellatio. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but I'm, 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 I, I feel good about this. I'm, I, I feel Erect. <laughs> I I don't think we can. I don't think there's anything else that we can do with the show tonight. At this point, I think I think that caps it. I, I think that's really. I think we've done a great job. 
I think we've got we've had some great beers, and this sour is amazing. I'm going to finish it. Um, do, you, do you do you see there's anything left to do? I don't I don't know. No, I mean you know any anything that's left we can talk about next week. I I do I do think it's important for this show to address uh, the January sixth insurrection commission uh, and and its <laughs> ridiculous findings. I think we need to talk about that, but it doesn't have to be this week. I also, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. You know, the crazy weather that's going on around planet Earth. I think we should talk about it only only just to acknowledge it and to say, um, yeah, some some really strange things are happening and we're all going to have to be ready for it. But does that ha- have to happen tonight? Not at all. Um, I think tonight's show has been comprehensive. I really appreciate Hefe and his input on uh, the Ask Whiskey Hell. I think it was, you know, as always – we came together uh, and we, we put forth some really sage advice for this for this woman. Uh, and also, you know, Hefe, go out and 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 capture that Latina swelling. It's a it's a swelling of biblical proportions and. And I, I think I just feel like Hefe needs to, you know, hold hold the swelling in both hands. You know what? I've got a song to take us out. You ready for this? Oh God, please! Yes, yes, yeah. All right. Well, um, well, I think we've done a lot. Uh, done a lot of good tonight. I, I'm not <laughs> sure for who. I don't know what the hell just happened. I, I think we've also done a lot of damage, and uh, that can be fun too. We may never. <laughs> I, I would. I wonder if. I wonder if our part, our podcast host, will kick us off for this one. This might be. This might be really bad. You know what? If 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 that's the case, I'm actually okay with it because. Um. Well, you know, this is who we are, <clears throat> and and we haven't really. If if you really listen closely, guys, we haven't been insensitive to anybody. We've actually included a lot of different groups and and made fun of all of us, not just you, but us too. Yeah, we've been very inclusive. We're real fans of everybody. We love it. We actually like everybody. We just really hate specific people. Right, right. I mean, that's the thing, you know, people are dumb. A person is smart. I mean, individually, I I will talk to anyone regardless of creed, class, color, sexual orientation. I I don't care. I just love people. I love to hear their stories. But when you get a mass of people together and they all think that they have a, a axe to grind, fuck you. Fuck you. And also, fuck you. That's the show. I'm uh, Steve McShane. Yeah, and I'm Fitz, and thank you all for putting up with us. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Good night.
That will do it for this week's show. Shocking how long they last each week. Remember to leave a review and thanks for listening.